Insert theme song here. Hello <laughs> and welcome to Warp to Remember. I'm too tired to get a lyric. Pride Month took a toll, toll on me. Our lyric is love is love is love is love. I don't love guys. that journey wow. for us. Okay. <laughs> welcome back. Contrary to that weak intro, which is my own fault. <laughs> We're here, we're queer, we're ready to rock. We're back. We've recovered mostly from Pride Month. It's been a month, y'all. But are we ready for this month? I don't know. This is going to be the month. This is July 2019, and the really exciting thing about this month, Rachel, would you like to tell our captive audience? We're going to the 25th anniversary of Warped Tour, baby. We'll be in Mountain View, California, July 20th. Through the 21st, where Rachel went to her only Warped Tours. Aww, cute. Full circle. And to get fucking jazzed, we thought it would be fun to mix things up this month. And if you're a longtime fan, longtime listener, shout out to Danny, the only longtime <laughs> listener. We mentioned back, what, was that like 99? I, yeah, 99. I back, think. that was like a month ago. It was yeah, not that long ago. It's been a while. Well, when we do, we do our history episodes, so... <laughs> If you're new here, I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're Warped Remember. I'm Rachel. I'm joined by Zoe. We're real-life BFFs and big old fans of pop punk and warp Tour and emo things. And every month we do a history episode where we recap a year of warp Tour. In our studies, in our research, <laughs> Zoe discovered that there is a Vans warp Tour Presents Punk Rock Summer Camp DVD. DVD, y'all. Which we were blessed enough to purchase and now have in our hot little hands. It was hands. seven whole dollars on Amazon. So if you would like to get in on this, it's there. It's even cheaper if you don't want one that's been used, or if you want a used one, I think. Mm-hmm. It was even cheaper. Love that. Dig California peeps. Go to Amoeba Records. Do a deep yes. dive. I'm sure she's there. 100%. But we thought in order to get stoked... Instead of a history episode this month, we're going to hit things hard and we're just going to live it. We're going to watch this doc. We know very little about it. I have the case right here. She's wild. (laughs) So based on, there's like little chapters listed on the back of the case. Based on the info here, it looks like a combo of live performances and like quote unquote documentary footage. It was released, we think, in 2003. Definitely... Like, 2003. Yeah, would be the latest it could possibly be released. Yeah. But we are curious about the footage. Potentially the footage is from earlier years, uh, because a lot of the bands that are playing are, like, some of the original lineups. Yeah. So just on the big old DVD case, we got No FX, Bad Religion, Rancid, Deftones, H2O, No Use for a Name, Unwritten Law, a lot of the old school classics that we know from the early years, from the 90s of Warped Tour. So we're going to jump freaking into it, talk about it. Quick little perusal. The executive producer of this was, of course, Kevin Lyman. Yeah. (laughs) It's a Warped production. If you're new to this pod, if you're new to Warped Tour, Kevin Lyman was the originator, uh, first creator of Warped Tour. He was the first producer of the whole tour of itself, the traveling show. The business liaison. Yes. He's why this all happened pretty much i yeah. hate giving a white dude credit but you know i know he's a controversial figure <laughs> one day we'll get into him but yeah. uh <laughs> and upon further inspection it looks like this was a side one dummy uh records release 
even though it's a DVD, it's not a record, obviously. Side <laughs> One Dummy, if you are new to our pod or new to the world of pop punk, Side One Dummy was a really prolific record label. It's still around to this day, but they've um, closed a lot of their doors and they have a lot less um, employees now. But Side One Dummy is best credited for releasing almost every single Warp Tour mm-hmm. compilation, every annual Warp Tour compilation from, I think, 98 onward, um, approximately. Yes. Yeah. Don't fact check me. <laughs> uh, but Side One Dummy released this DVD. Sponsors include Alternative Press Magazine, my personal favorite. AP. And the proceeds from the DVD would benefit Boarding for Breast Cancer, Camp Pacific Heartland, Lifebeat, and Surfrider Foundation. So several charities, which is really cool. I don't know if ours did retroactively. But <laughs> at the time, yeah. it was for charity, which I think is a very cool, very noble yeah. cause. So we're excited to jump into it. Yeah. So if you're wondering why we're going to watch a DVD on an audio-only <laughs> podcast, uh, we're going to try and describe this as best we can as we go for you guys. Again, if you're really interested, if you like what we're talking about, I just suggest going and buying this. It's literally like five or seven bucks on Amazon. Yeah. So it, it's cheap. Um, but I think it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. We're, we're going to have fun. We're going to yeah. banter. We're going to explain some wild shit to you and we're watching it so you don't have to yeah exactly we want to give you guys uh another idea of what it's like to go to work tour if you were never able to go and if you're not gonna go to the one of the like four shows that are this summer uh so strap on in while we jump into punk rock summer camp i'm over 60 years old and i just thought it was just trying to make a living you know son of a bitch i never thought it last this long Hey, who the hell are you hauling over there with all these buses? Production crew for the warp tour is about 32 bands. Four stages. They start around noon and finish about 9 o'clock, something like that. Yeah, okay. Hey, you got a spike of air, put a couple of earrings on, and, and uh, a couple of nose rings, and come on down and check the show out. <laughs> <laughs> There's something good there. There's two skeletons. <laughs> So it starts off with a white dove flying for some reason, and then like strobing skeletons, yep. high fiving. And we're inside a tour bus, and the edits are very early two thousands, late nineties. There's, there's a lot of shaky cam happening, and then ooh. USA, Canada, and Europe. Thank you. Wow. Oh yeah, we got a montage of a live band, skateboarding, dirt biking, tricks. <laughs> I'm hard. Oh, it's dusty. BMX. Also, did they have the word just all? Did that happen? <laughs> There's a lot to process here. The cuts oh, are rapid. That? That almost Someone like was breathing Bruno fire. Mars. I think Bruno Mars is breathing fire. Oh, somebody just, just got, got kicked, kicked in, in the, the face. face. <laughs> so it's exactly what you would expect from Warped Tour. <laughs> Moshing. Kids eating shit in the pit. Somebody has a duct taped knee. Oh. Oh, and a BMXer eating shit. Earth and dirt. Bands wow. and daredevils. One of the members of the ramp crew gave a recap of what Warped is to him, which is a family fantasy, which is a <laughs> weird quote. Really weird. 
Oh, baby, we got some bongos and some brass. Marky <laughs> Ramon gave a sound bite. Great. You'll see 15 to 18, 19 year old kids play all ages shows so everybody can come in, you know. And uh, it's working, you know. Oh, Dwayne this guy doesn't Peters. have any teeth. No front teeth. It's about as punk as we get. Yeah. And I think that's the same guy. Flailing on stage. Lots of sweat. Wow. As predicted, this movie is 99% white <laughs> dudes sweating. Yeah. All right. So already in like the first five minutes, we've seen a couple of the stage managers, the roadies, the ramp crew, pro skaters, and band members. Oh, here's Kevin Lyman. Kevin Lyman looks like a fucking nerd. And why is he in front of like some kind of like... Because he's in Europe. <laughs> oh, he's in Europe. I was like, why is he in front of like a basilica in yeah, Barcelona? Yeah, he's in Europe. I think anyone that's ever listened to punk rock and skateboarding kind of is the culmination of all that. Hi, my name's Ronnie Fife. The Warped Tory. <laughs> I love it, says a random person. Oh, we just saw our first woman of the video spanking a man with a skateboard deck. And then a bunch of people wrestling in mud. Somebody's repping Budweiser real hard. One of the guys of Bad Religion. With a NASCAR shirt, he looks like your uncle at like Fourth of July. A NASCAR tank top. Excuse me. <laughs> Everyone's just talking about how they hang out and smoke. So it sure, is. and then you go to the stage when you feel like it. So, oh, some tiny child. That child. So fresh face. <laughs> no, he doesn't. There's know. a professional skater who looks too pure for this world. Jen O'Brien. Hey, Hell yes. Jen O'Brien, uh, female skater wearing a Volcom tee. She looks sick. Hot as fuck. And then punk girls who literally made no sense when they spoke. <laughs> and then also, like, they brought the rest of your uncle's friends, too. <laughs> oh, wasted European punk girls who are both foreign and slurring. Wow. That's why we don't understand. This is so far... The editor worked his ass off because these are some of the quickest fucking cuts ever. <laughs> There's so much to process so quickly. I need you all to understand, like, just how this this is going to be, like, an hour-long Wait, montage. This... That's in San Francisco, right? No. Where was that? Yeah, I think he was in the Bay. Yeah, that's cool. Now we're in Portland. Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the back there. Just kidding, but he <laughs> looks really exactly like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> it's just very 90s, very early 2000s. This is truly everything and nothing I thought it would be. I don't know and what Fat I Mike is wearing a polo t-shirt to perform. Isn't that what they... Unexpected. Oh. For me. I don't know what he looks like. Someone just threw money, money into the pit. Are they making it rain? Yeah, they are, apparently. Also, like, what is the narrative so far? Truly a wild ride. All right, we're okay. getting a NoFX performance. 10 weeks, 51 shows, 13 countries, over 100 bands. Hell yeah. That was just the intro? That I'm was exhausted. NoFX looks very wholesome. Yeah. They're enjoying their time. Together on the set, we walked hand in what i'm sorry i'm not familiar with that no effects song they started the song so wholesome and chill and they were holding hands and he just said quote i had my dick inside her end quote wow 
I'm unfamiliar with that song, but wow, 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 wow. Yeah. After I just said they were wholesome. I know. So this feels so far kind of like a companion to the, the Warped compilation album. Yeah. In that there are live performances in here. And for people who went, you could relive it or see different locations or know more about it. And for people who didn't go, you get a great vibe of what was happening. Yeah. Like already in less than eight minutes, they've established so much. Already I'm like sweating for everybody in the audience. Yeah. And you can just smell the B.O. Oh, I can smell all the gross dudes. Mm -hmm. And the like. Okay, the crowd looks fucking bonkers. This is livelier than any crowd I ever saw at Warped Tour in my lifetime. There's a lot of people. Fuck load of people yeah. in a very small space. That guy looks like he's going to blow the microphone. <laughs> also, like, who are all these children on this side of the stage? Maybe they all fathered a bunch of children. <laughs> Bring your kid to what's, work day. What's on the tour stays on the tour. Too many mouths to feed, man. There's really cool time lapses of them unpacking and building and repacking each tour stop which is really cool yeah i mean we've talked about a little bit just how much would go into this building ramps on top of building stages a lot of weight bearing things yeah concert venues that aren't necessarily designed for this kind of thing right wow they just like building up from nothing yeah it's pretty impressive they go from 5 45 in the morning until one in the morning one of the roadies is saying a lot of tents, a lot of white dudes. What really cracks me up is, like, it is pretty DIY. I'd love to know more about these people. Yeah. But, like, the, they keep cutting back to this, like, stage manager guy who is presumably a very high up in the operation. Yeah. And he looks like any fucking bleach blonde stoner from 2000. <laughs> yeah. He looks like any fucking asshole. Oh, good. We've got an office manager, Mary Jo, our, like, second or third woman. Looks like she has another woman that's working with her. Every day they have to unpack their office and repack it into some small space. God. It looked like they were stationed in a barn of some sort yeah. in one of the clips. A lot of personalities. Yeah. So far. The sound bites are by no one I recognize, but damn, do they all have character. Yeah, right. <laughs> he is slurring and ranting on stage very drunkenly. Oof. This is of U.S. Bombs is now playing. U.S. Bombs I'm not familiar with. Me either. Man and woman. Poor man and man. I, it's, a, it's a PC world, 90s, whatever the fuck, woman and woman. But we are here to fuck. But he's like a like, hot punk Jim Morrison. Not in a fun way, yeah. in a wasted slurring way and we're pretty sure he gave a homophobic rant we're unclear he used the phrase man and woman i don't know if he had to be pc he'd say man and man or woman and woman or something like that not great cool great he's drunk he has no front teeth and that crowd looks unenthused besides the like one there are a couple people crowd surfing (laughs) not a fan of u.s bombs no they have a pretty traditional punk sound in that it's not good yeah and <laughs> their guitar is pretty cool oh he just wow but he's the, like flipping all over and like imagine like you know the magic mic like air humping like that's sexy imagine gross and wasted like and flailing yeah. instead <laughs> that's what we're bearing witness to it's interesting that they keep cutting it with actual good athletes because yeah. i can't decide if they're trying to make like a comparison of like look at this fucking wasted weird bro and then here are all these like actually talented people on 
a court, like really trying to on the half pipe on a court on a court. I don't know what the f- on the track, the half pipe There's on the ramp, the ramp, whatever half pipe. Sure. Yeah. Well, like, this is a full ramp, right? Isn't a half pipe half of that? I don't know. I literally don't But it's an interesting comparison. It's a really beautiful view right now because we're seeing a lot of BMXers and uh, skateboarders with this beautiful backdrop of a bridge, of a city bridge. Um, they're doing a cool job so far of showing just the range of locations. Like we said before, yeah. Kevin Lyman was talking in front of some sort of European basilica. Um, we see like from the shittiest little office space yeah. to like a jury rigged stage to really beautiful exteriors and establishing shots of cities. <laughs> And then, and then random stock footage. We just saw like a plane crash into a building. Yeah. Because of reasons. There's some really interesting stock footage in between here. And it looks like most of it is like zoetrope or like flip yeah. book kind of stuff mm-hmm. to transition things, which is interesting. But I appreciate that they get into some of the logistics of this. Of like, yeah, we have to feed everybody and get everybody from point A to point B. Yeah. Reverend Horton Heat is now performing and they have an upright bass and I'm hey, into it. Isn't that the guy that went shopping? Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> Reverend Horton Heat. So on their downtime, Warp Tour bands would also pitch in and I guess help. Yeah. Get supplies. Or I guess if you tour for long enough, you're like, I want my fucking snacks. I'm going to yeah. go buy them myself. <laughs> right. Oh, they're good. All right. So Reverend Horton Heat, again, not very familiar with them, but the lead singer is in like a very zoot suity vibe. Mm-hmm. There's an upright bass. Um, but they did have like rockabilly, they have like a rockabilly vibe, but also like very punk instrumentation, which is cool. Warped Tour 98 is what wow. this footage is from, so that's fun. The Atomic Fireballs, I do know them, they're playing. Yeah, I'm hungry. Eric, you hungry? Let's give them some food, some fine delicacies. A little caviar for y'all on the left, a little chips for y'all on the right. Yes, Big band, we got some full brass. Hell yes. Again, very eclectic. But it's not unheard of the Cherry Pop and Daddy's played. I mean, the Atomic Fireballs are super fun, and Swing was huge in the late 90s. So there's this weird multimedia transition technique they're using, and I'm wondering if it's part of something we'll see later. I know that we're going to see a clip of the Ladies' Lounge. We're going to see the Vans Mural Project. Later, here's the guy vomiting. Oh, cool. I was waiting for the first vomit shot. The atomic fireballs whale, and I did. Yeah, they're great. So, this is fun for me. They like edited so far. The lyrics are not problematic either. No, they edited it all in like sepia, trying to make it look kind of old timey. Which, yeah, there's a filter over top of it too that's like faux celluloid, which is fun. So, we're talking about the Oki stage right now, which is one of the smaller stages. Essentially, these guys are explaining that they're a one-stop shop, that they haul all of the equipment, build the stages, and really do it all. And there's so much logistically that goes into it that's pretty bonkers. Well, we do everything. We haul our complete sound system, all the, all the stage panels, uh, all the canopy. The stage is 56 feet wide, all the sound gear, and, uh, the whole Marianne. So basically, we're a sound crew, a stage crew, a trucking company, and we do our own drive. All in one. Uh, there's there's a net that people sleep in. You sleep three people in a net. 
which is actually the most comfortable spot. You get a shot. We'll do that. Yeah. Futon, uh, futon, we stuff three people on there. Uh, the side bunks people sleep on. This is Minnesota right here. She's uh, she's our stage manager and pretty much the one that keeps it all glued together. Gets it set up on time and cracks the whip on all the union crews. The guys from the Mad Caddies are talking about the Oki stage and how cool it is. I they, think that's one of the more mid-level stages. They've got some excellent frosted tips happening. Hell yeah. Very 90s. I don't even think they were frosted tips. I think they bleached their hair and they've just been on tour so long it grew out. Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> that's really sweet. The guys from this band are like giving full props to all the roadies and stuff. And he said there's guys in the bands who do jack shit all day. And then there's all these other people who work their asses off constantly. Yeah. That's really sweet. It seems like the bands, for the most part, respect those those people, but we'll see. Oh, we're looking okay. at a karaoke stage with a uh, spray-painted backdrop. That's where I want to do karaoke. Live karaoke. Ooh, it's a sing-along. Oh, I would be down for One of the that. guys from Bad Religion is explaining how this karaoke works, and it's a full live band. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, I'd actually... Because then it's like your moment that. to like play in a punk band at Warped Tour. Right? Punk rock, punk rock karaoke. karaoke. Yeah, I definitely think this is the time for people who really let loose. want their limelight to get Stage it. presence. Oh, a guy just tried to stage diving. Security caught him instantly. And they're just... He's now straddling the security guy. Still hugging. Oh. Oh, one of the crowd guys tried to put the singer in a headlock. So they're very dedicated fans. Interesting. So I could easily see this not lasting long because yeah, of the liability. Say, I feel like... You need to, like, pull them off the stage. Also, like, they're going to break inch, like, equipment. Yeah, they're going to break equipment. Oh, now we have a little downtime. downtime. They put a title on. Someone's playing sexy sax. Some and old watching, guy is kayaking. We're watching some old guy in Oregon kayak in slow motion. It's just a lot of quick cuts of different people jamming and eating and chilling. There's some yeah. cookouts, some neighborhood cookouts during their downtime. That's fun. I mean, yeah, it's truly pop punk summer camp. Like, we always come back to that same idea. It's literally the name of the DVD. But you get to, like, hang out with your buddy's grill. And, like, you play, like, an hour a day. The rest of the yeah. time, what are you doing? Chilling. Being buds. Lighting on fireworks. <laughs> Apparently. Playing saxophone with a turntable? Tag yourself. Chess. I'm the turntable. Yeah. <laughs> Tag oh. yourself. I'm the two boys shaving each other's heads. <laughs> Without shirts on. Sexy. Just some fun... Intercuts of fun. people having a good time. Yeah. Fishing, fishing, skateboarding, drinking. It's very it is very summer camp, like yeah. all your favorite activities in summer camp, but with other adults and yeah. with booze. People Golf. are golfing. <laughs> Punks dicking around in the gift shops <laughs> of a museum whilst wholesome American families stand by it's and look a, concerned. It's a punk rock summer camp for families. This yeah. is where we Family get it. fantasy. Family fantasy. Oh, Ozfest 98. Oh, boy. Best Buy presents. Who knew Best Buy was the sponsor? So to answer our age-old question yeah. from our 1998 history episode, they're directly serving people asking if the Ozfest... Zoe's kitten is having a great time in the background, in case you're wondering. But they are directly serving eclectic people... About if Ozfest and Warp Tour joining together will work. Some people are saying, yeah, it's gonna be great. Some people are like, I don't think it'll work. It's basically exactly what we suspected. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about Ozfest, man. I'm telling you, man. It's all about Ozfest. You drove my dance early. You did? In Wisconsin. Get the fuck out of here. Straight up. 
Last year. Yeah, sign, yeah, 100 fat roadie guys still can't stop 40,000 disgruntled youth. You can't stop that. They ain't got enough people here to stop that. They got as many people as we got here, right out here. Skating meets Satan show. Really cool slow mo of like raging pits, raging crowds. Oh, that bro is into it. So if you missed our history episode when we talked about Ozfest, there was one tour date in 1988 where Warp Tour met up with the uh, Black Sabbath tour, Ozfest, and they had one big show where they had both tours happening at the same time. So double the number of stages. They still had like the skateboarders and motocross that was also there. Um, and by all accounts, there was like thousands and thousands of people that went. Yeah. And somehow, basically, no fights broke out. And that was like basically anybody, what yeah, anybody could They were say. relatively amicable, yeah. considering, considering bringing a bunch of metalheads and a bunch of punk kids together. I think everybody was just high. That must have been Probably. why everybody was like, eh, it's fine. Ozfest is essentially metal warp tort in a sense, to yeah. really boil it down. It's just a metal festival, you know, founded by Ozzy, Black Sabbath. But what a convergence. Yeah, they only did it the one year in that one day. Now we're watching Deftones play, and they're crushing it as usual. Some cool BMX and motocross uh, montages. It almost looks like a weird, like, punk in memoriam. It does. <laughs> you, like, you, like, see these bands play, and then it's, like, this, this like, fade in and fade out. There's, yeah. like, dissolves of these different motocross guys in the air, and you're, and like, just like, R.I.P., yeah, it right. feels like. <laughs> Spread eagle, like, The ones here that we, we lost yeah. in 98. <laughs> Overall, it seems low energy. Yeah, right now, this section yeah. at least. Oh, but then we see people moshing in mud. Oh. And that oh, girl. She is mad. There was a girl who was fully clean, dragged in by dudes covered in mud, to which you could make oh. out her saying, What the hell? Oh, is somebody's mom <gasps> pulling them Someone's out? Someone's pulling them out of the mud by the hair. Oh. And hitting him. And hitting him. I think that was his mom. Holy shit. Wow, that was... I'm not loving the um, vocals of Deftones right now, I'll be honest. No. And again, the crowd doesn't seem... Well, this song's not that high energy, to be fair. People are still jumping around. But yeah, it's less than I would have thought. There's a bunch of cool inflatables for this Ozfest thing. Yeah. There's like cool like big Ozzy and like demon-looking inflatables that they have. <laughs> oh, I and hate. as the song <laughs> yeah. ends... We see a slow-mo of someone jumping hard from the top of a speaker (laughs) into the crowd. Oh, it's the lead singer, Jeff Jones. (laughs) And then, motocross. Wow, Carrie Hart of Moto X is talking to the camera right now. Even I know who Carrie Hart is. That's wild. See, this year's the first year we've ever done, like, freestyle motocross, like, on a tour. So we had Hepcat for like a second. And then they cut hard to the ladies' lounge. Carabeth Burnside tearing it up on the ramp. So they did some quick cuts of the ladies' lounge. They were emphasizing that it's a space for women in music and sports. They interviewed a female DJ who was saying that 
the exact same thing basically and how they're letting girls know what's going on in the music industry what's going on in sports and especially skateboarding yeah and then a very wholesome quote from our female skateboarder friend yeah. who said if girls if you want to skate skate do what feels right don't let anybody deter you it's interesting like we saw some footage of the actual lounge and it was a tent that had a dj in it it looked like a lot of just like pamphlet information yeah honestly it looked like the most just kind of like calm and yeah. like well-kept part of it the whole like, tour it looked like a tent at pride to be honest yes. like a really wholesome like dyke day tent yeah again it's really cool that they had a space there for are women. people actively scaling these like yeah. rock walls that we talked about that were and sponsored the rock walls, by Yuhu. Yeah, sponsored by you for some reason there are a that bunch of people free, rock free form climbing dang he's got a badge he's probably ready do you want to explain what that was? <laughs> so the Vince Mural Project, they every tour stop put up 18 by 20 foot white wall and let anybody who wanted to come over and paint something. And it was supposed to be like, if you had never painted before, you could co- totally come over. Or if you were like really good, it was really inclusive of anybody's uh, style and talent. And every venue had their own mural as yeah. a result because it was completely crowdsourced. That's so cool. Yeah. So it's really neat. The footage of the mural is a lot of uh, kind of abstract designs, a lot of things you would see on like bands promo. They barely covered the ladies' lounge. I wanted more. I know. It was like <laughs> to be fair, everything they've covered has been so short. Yeah, <laughs> they do cover a lot of ground in a in a relatively short period. Did it flood? It's like pop punk Woodstock, dude. There's so yes. many shots of people in like mud and rain and puddles. This looks like a flood. And they're all just, like, kicking around and getting fucking wet, fucking soaked. Oh, there's fire hoses. So they're flooding it themselves. To, like, cool everybody off. I guess. Wow. Super soakers into the crowd. That's still a thing to this day. (laughs) Yeah, it gets hot as fuck. It gets so hot. Because think of so many... If you've never been, think of any concert and how sweaty it gets, but it's so many hot bodies packed into such a small space, and you're all jumping around in the summer sun. Yeah. Outside of no AC. On, like, asphalt. Yeah. yeah. yeah no you're shade. Lucky, you're lucky if you get grass to stomp on. Oh, it's yeah. almost always concrete. Shin splints. Prioritizing the warp Tour over sponsored gigs. One of the skateboarders was just saying his managers want him to go to other places. He always plays Warped. Good for him. Yeah. At least for us who went to Warped a little later... I think it, there were more emphasis on branded tents and mm-hmm. areas like that. Like, we had yeah. a lot of tents and a lot of air-conditioned spaces yeah. to go to compared to this. Yeah. But it seems like the areas they had here pr- promoted so much more. I think so many kids could go to Warp Tour and, like, Learn. realize they want to be a roadie yeah. or a tech person mm-hmm. or fucking skateboard. And there's so much less of an emphasis on that for our generation going yeah. to Warped. So you win some, you lose some. Yeah. I mean, there's pros and cons to both, I think. This, I would not have wanted to really be here. No, oh my God, this whole thing, it just, like, looks gross. I would have been groped so much. Yeah, I honestly shudder to think about what it must have been like to be a girl in the crowd, because Mm. we've already seen so many grabby, pushy, physically aggressive dudes with each other. Can you imagine with a girl? Rancid is playing now on a lighter note. (laughs) Yep. Don't know what a good time was, so I had a good time of year. You wanna get the feeling, you wanna get life in the music, scrap it out for when music hits, I feel no pain at
I think it must have been fun. I think this was pretty exclusively 98 footage that they released later. I think it must have been fun for this year, especially for the downtime of like having a camera to dick around with. Yeah, it must have been pretty cool to be one of the camera people. I wouldn't like, know. Be involved I hope in they. This. We'll have to look at the credits and and say who the camera people are because I'm really curious. Like if it yeah. was one dude with like a big shoulder camera right. camcorder. They credit the editors over here. Post production was done in Brooklyn, New York, but we'll have to watch the credits at the end to see uh yeah. see about that. This whole film was directed by Rick Charnowski. So I'm assuming he had a big say in how the post-production was dealt with, which this whole thing is post. It's yeah, cutting together. Say. Can like, you imagine no. how many hours of footage they have? And some of it's really great and some of it's bullshit. Yeah. Because <laughs> anytime there's... It's like reality TV for punk kids. Like, that's Can so Can you imagine funny. if they'd actually done a reality show of Warped? Would have been crazy. I would have loved that. I would have loved it. Yeah. The record label would have had a on Fuse. On Fuse or VH1, that would have yeah. been so good. But the record labels must have had a connection. Yeah. The idea of that. Off to Europe. Kevin Lyman had a quick soundbite about how this is the first music tour to go around the world. Hi, he had big dreams of lots of sponsorship. Interesting. Kevin Lyman's basically defending the choice that people were saying that, oh, getting sponsorships is not punk rock. And he said, well, fuck you guys, because we're using that every dollar of that to, like, conquer the world. Yeah. Lots of shots of, there's been some shots of Venice, of Amsterdam, Berlin. And here's all the punks en route. Wow, so it looks like in the European dates, people would camp there for a whole weekend. They must have done, like, a couple of, like, more yeah, than Yeah, you can one. see all the tents. Yeah. I think it's more like a Glastonbury, yeah. like, um, did I totally mispronounce that? No. Or, like, a Coachella kind of vibe of, like, we're doing two straight days, like, camp here. Yeah. There's a um, lot of law enforcement. UK law enforcement. Somebody got busted. And now we're hearing some unwritten law as we see B-roll of all the fucking tent Lots villages. Of tents. Yeah, very Glastonbury. Would you say it's intense? <laughs> it looks like it. Y'all, when you go to these things, please clean up after yourself. I don't why is that such a hard concept? For real. Looks like these European crowd like there's a lot of people. They grew they, they turn like, out. Yeah. Well, this is probably one of the first things of its kind of to have like a pop punk punk space. Yeah. There's huge crowds. It's huge, here. yeah. Oh, there's so- some performer on stilts with giant wings and a halo thing. That's very cool. That's cool. Yeah, so I think Europe brought like a fun kinda slant to it. Kinda brought their own flavor to it. It's yeah. a little different than the US stops we were looking at. journey so some initial thoughts after watching that video um you know it came out in 2003 but i really feel like 
I wonder it was if conceptualized they... and put together in like 2000. Right. Maybe. Well, I thought they released the DVD after 98. I thought it yeah. was released in like 99. So I'm wondering if our DVD just happened to be distributed in 2003. Yeah. Um, or what? It was clearly warped 98 the whole way through. Yes. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The ads, we have like liner notes and like ads for albums that came out in 2003, which was what led us to that initially. And we have a fabulous mail order form to order any of these <laughs> albums we want through the mail through side one dummy records man i that was just a ride from start to finish i honestly Truly. if i didn't know what work tour was and i was in the like early 2000s and watched this uh i don't think i would want to go yeah, I mean, we're not the key demo for this. True. Truly. Which is funny, because, like, here we are making a fucking yeah. podcast about Warped Tour because we love it so much. But, like, I truly think that we were around at about the right time. Yes. I yeah. do wish I could have gone to, like, 08 yeah. Warped Tour, which yeah. I never did. I will regret that for my life. But, ni- like, 90s to early 2000s Warped was a very different world. Yeah. And yet so similar. There's, yeah. like, you see the same characters that you see to this day. I think because punk and pop punk will always kind of have the same stock characters. Yeah. You see the same slurring stoned metalheads. You see the weird roadies with no teeth. You see the skateboarders. <laughs> but, Honestly, the skateboarders are the most impressive part of this Oh, totally. And I'm pleased, I'm pleased with how heavily they featured the skateboarders yes. and the BMXers yeah. and the Moto Xers. The yeah. Moto X team was insanely good. Yeah. So much. And there were some inline skaters. There was one roller skater, as we said, like they really highlighted so much of that. And I think there was so much emphasis on that in the early years that I miss. Um, but you know, no regrets, man. What a wild ride. Yeah. And I think the editing matched the energy. <laughs> The editing was about as yeah. pop punk, about as punk as editing can say, get. Rachel, from your like professional filmmaker opinion, like what were some of the highlights of that film editing? The random bits of slow mo, the filters they slapped on. <laughs> I mean, I work in post production. I'm not that. I'm not an editor, <laughs> so I only kind of know what I'm talking about. It was just a wild ride. In terms of transitions, there were random dissolves. There were random pieces of B-roll that didn't really go with anything. They just threw in there. Um, But I do like how they overlaid. Like, they would show you a band playing live, and then they'd cut to other things with the same performance playing underneath. Yeah. Which was really cool. Um, Because really, that is Warped Tour is a soundtrack. Warped Tour is a music festival, first and foremost. So to show the skaters and things like that, you still get a flavor for what was going on. Because even if you went to Warped Tour just to see the skaters, or you went to Warped Tour just to, like, get day drunk, you heard the music. The music permeated yes. everything. Yeah. So I think they did a brilliant job of showcasing the music of it all, but showcasing the people and everyone, not mm-hmm. just the behind the scenes, but the crowds and the friends of the festival and the random bystanders yeah. who are just bearing witness to this insane circus coming to town. You know, I mean, it makes complete sense to talk to the bands and watch the bands stick around and have right. fun and be silly, but they really put a huge emphasis on the people behind the scenes and the, yeah. the roadies and the people who were man- the stage manager and the office managers and the people who really made it happen from place to place. It's a really insane thing to think about because, yeah, Warped is a very finite chunk of time in the summer, 
But it was like this 98 tour was 10 weeks. Damn. And you know that they planned that shit year round. And as soon as they were done, they went home, chilled for like a week, and then went to booking new shit for the new year. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I, I'm glad they put in some stuff about Europe there. And, yes. Because it was the first I, time they'd been to Europe. Yeah. And, you know, I think seeing that contrast of like, it seemed a little bit more tame. There was definitely more money on the Europe side mm -hmm. that was spent on the bands and... Bigger crowds. Bigger crowds, yeah. Huge crowds, um, which was really cool. And, again, really, they played to wherever they were, like, whatever country they were in. Like, they played the best strengths of that country and that country scene. Right. Like, having Die Totenhosen, where it was like, we know this is a big band for you guys. Like, we're going to bring them out. That was really smart. Yeah. And I think it's so cool because, like, you and I you know, we talk about this on the pod all the time, but, like, we were really young for most of Warped's history. Warped is as old as I am. So to have, it's all hearsay, to hear the legend of Warped and to be able to see it firsthand is so cool, especially the Europe side, because you hear that they went to Europe. I personally don't know anybody that was there. Why would I? I grew up in California, and yeah. we have cool pop punk shit at our fingertips always. So, so cool to see that side of things and to have, I think, about half the film was dedicated to the European portion, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And it just reminds me of, like, all the good and all the bad of Warped. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to be there. Right. But yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I could bear witness to it. I'm so glad all those people could be there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, at the end of the day, even as messy and chaotic and crazy as it looked, like, people loved it. And people came back and people wanted yeah. to do it year after year after year after year. And you, I mean, if it was a bad experience, you wouldn't be able to get those roadies and the people that built the stages and all of the yeah. all of the help you wouldn't be able to get them year after year if they didn't love what they were doing which is impressive well and especially i love that sound bite from the professional skateboarder who said my managers want me to do big sponsored gigs every summer and i said fuck you i'm always going to work tour yeah because you build a family there and you build friends there that being said, we keep emphasizing, like, it wasn't a fully inclusive space. We no. wouldn't have felt safe going there. Like, God, me no. now as a 24-year-old woman, if I could go back in time and go to that, I wouldn't I do wouldn't. it. Oh, I wouldn't do it. Nope. <laughs> I mean, it's dangerous. It's shady. There were plenty of women in the pit. It was very yeah. cool to see the B-roll and the interviews and the talking heads with all of these cool yeah. women who were kicking ass and skating or just attending and being, you know, one with the crowd. But it's not a super inclusive space, unfortunately. It was a largely white space. Pretty much mm -hmm. every talking head was with a white person for the most yeah. part. Um, so there's there's always work to be done. And I mean, this was, you know, 1998. This was so yeah. many years ago. But I think it was still pretty progressive for what it was in a lot of ways, even though it was a little outdated and a little backwards in a lot of ways. I think it still is. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. I love that pop punk paradox, baby. Yeah. So good. So we're really... I hope you guys enjoyed this because it was really interesting to watch just what it looked like, what it felt like, get the vibe um, of what the bands kind of had to say and what their approach to Warped Tour was. I'm really excited to see how that shapes up to the 25th year this year. Exactly. Um, and see kind of what's changed and maybe what's the same, but definitely like what just how the audience approaches it differently, how the bands approach Warped differently. How the sponsors approach things differently, because Kevin Lyman alluded just, to that. Period, having yeah. more sponsors. Um, so that'll be really interesting. Hopefully we're excited to make those comparisons and yeah. talk about that with you. But again, if you're interested in experiencing what we experienced, if you live in LA, I'll let you borrow this DVD. <laughs> Fucking DM us, we will loan it to you. I will totally loan this to you. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in owning it for yourself, because why wouldn't you be? Uh, it's like five bucks on Amazon and it's really interesting. I suggest, 
you know, checking it out if you're interested in the scene. Um, if you want to see some, like, really cool footage of some skaters, fucking watch it. It's actually, like, that's really great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it was in- it's an interesting uh, kind of look back in time. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I, I feel like I understand the tour a little bit better because we've been talking about these we've been speaking so much about the history, but this really at least like put some visuals with what, exactly. what we're doing. Yeah. And, um, as of posting this episode a week from today, we will be on the literal road to warped. We'll be driving to mountain view from Ooh. Los Angeles. We're super excited. We'll be posting a really cool warped retrospective the Friday that we are heading into town. And we'll definitely give you a retrospective of our weekend on top of that. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned next week. We'll talk about our favorite memories of our own personal warp tours. Yeah. And then hopefully we'll see you at Warped. If you're in Mountain View, hit us up. Hit us on our socials. Tell us where you're at. If you went to any of the other 25th anniversary shows this year, please let us know. We'd yes. love to hear about it. And that's, that's it. a Warped to Remember, yeah. baby. <laughs> Thanks so much to Warped to Remember. Bye. Just talk about the Warp Tour. It's about kids and, and punk rock music. Okay, I'm back with you folks again in the in, uh, South, in, uh, in different areas. The Warp Tour and everything, and I realistically, and I hope you people join. I've been in Georgia, I've been in you know Atlanta, Georgia, and then I plus, I've been in Atlanta, uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And also, when I was in Los Angeles, the Warbatory was a great aspect to every particular individual. Individuals should put more involvement in this particular aspect. This particular aspect promotes the kids, keeps the kids out involved in their self-indeed.